0: In the Gospel according to Matthew, chapter 7, verse 21, it says, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Yes, we do have to have faith in Christ our Lord, this is true, but we should always be seeking to do the will of the Father. I mean, think of the Gospel we just heard. This leper had faith in Christ. He said, if you wish, you can make me clean. That's profound faith. There was no doubt in what he was saying. And our Lord healed him. But then what happened? Our Lord instructed him, go show yourself to the priest and offer for your cleansing what Moses prescribed. That will be proof for them. In other words, keep the law of Moses. Our Lord Jesus was referring to Leviticus 14, chapter chapter 14, verse one, and so on. The Lord said to Moses, this is the law for the victim of leprosy at the time of his purification. He shall be brought to the priest who is to go outside the camp to examine him. And it goes on that once being found clean, what he has to offer as a sacrifice. So our Lord Jesus is telling the leper, fulfill what is prescribed in the law of Moses. Yes, he was healed. He had faith in Christ our Lord, but he was still called to keep the commandments of God. Keeping the commandments of God is fundamental to growing in sanctity. You now, Our Lord Jesus said in John 14, 21, he who has my commandments and keeps them, he it is who loves me, and he who loves me will be loved by my Father and I will love him and manifest myself to him. Are you keeping the commandments of God? Do you really love our Lord Jesus Christ and God our Father? Loving God is at the heart of Judaism and Christianity. When asked which is the greatest commandment, our Lord Jesus said, and this is Matthew 22, 37 to 39, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the great and first commandment, and the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. You know, Lent begins this week. It's time to really reflect seriously on how we have failed to keep the commandments of God. Asking all ourselves, how deep is my love for God? Or am I truly putting myself first? We have to repent, go to confession. Repentance is essential to grow in sanctity. And it's not just because we can't enter the kingdom of heaven with sin clinging to our souls, we can't even understand the kingdom. As St. Paul says in 1 Corinthians two fourteen to 15, The natural person does not accept what pertains to the Spirit of God, for to him it is foolishness, and he cannot understand it, because it is judged spiritually. The spiritual person, however, can judge everything. And of course, repentance is ongoing. This is why doing a daily examination of conscience is so important. How have I failed our Lord today? What graces did I not accept that he wanted to give me? You know, I drive around the country giving parish missions, past, past many Catholic churches, Protestant churches, and outside, often on a sign, it says, all are welcome. Personally, I think it should say, all are welcome to repent. You know, Catholic means universal. It's a universal calling to the Catholic Church. So what does it really mean when they put out on the front of the church, all are welcome? You know, just out of curiosity, I googled it. All are welcome. The first thing that popped up was a children's book entitled All Are Welcome. In fact, it was also the second thing, and the third thing, and the fourth thing, and the fifth thing. It popped up everywhere. Apparently, it's a New York Times bestselling picture book about a school where diversity and inclusion are celebrated. In the political sphere, that's exactly what it means. All are welcome is a politically correct slogan. You know, our Lord Jesus didn't establish his church to be politically correct. He founded his church to be a place where truth, holiness, and God are celebrated, worshiped. Christ our Lord founded his church as a means of sanctifying the world in preparation for the coming of the kingdom. The last thing our Lord Jesus said to the disciples before he ascended into heaven, and this is in Matthew 28, 19 to 20, go therefore make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe observe all that I have commanded you. We can't stop proclaiming the truth because some people might be offended. We should be concerned about whether our sins are offense to God. Every sin is offense to God. If people take offense at the truth, ultimately they are offended by Christ himself. And as our Lord Jesus said in Matthew 11:6, 6, and blessed is the one who takes no offense at me. The scribes and the Pharisees were offended by our Lord Jesus because they could not bear to hear the truth. And our Lord Jesus told us that in John 8, 43. Why do you not understand what I say? It's because you cannot bear to hear my word. Of course, as we share the teachings of Christ, we do have to be led by the Holy Spirit, the Spirit given to us when we're baptized. Those who are trying to ram Christ down people's throats are offensive. But the spiritual truth will guide us so that we can be both bold and loving as we share the truth. You know, St. Paul says in Romans 8:14, for those who are led by the Spirit of God are children of God. I do question sometimes, but some of our priests and bishops, are they truly being led by the Holy Spirit? This morning I was reading an article posted on the USCCB website. It said, deep pastoral listening is the starting point for accompanying young people in their journey of discipleship. Apostolic nuncio Archbishop Christophe Pierre remarks that we are called to listen. Really? Did our Lord Jesus tell the disciples, go forth and listen? Our Lord commanded the disciples to teach. We need to hear the truth. Our Lord Jesus said in John 5:25, "Truly, truly, I say to you, the hour is coming, and now is, is when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God, and those who hear will live." John 8:37. "For this I was born, and for this I have come into the world to bear witness to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth hears my voice. Revelation 13, 9, if anyone has an ear, let him hear. We are living in a time of such great confusion. More than ever, we need priests and bishops that will provide clear instruction, boldly proclaiming the glorious truths of the gospel, not running around listening. Our Lord Jesus told the leper, go show yourself to the priest and offer for your cleansing what Moses prescribed." That will be proof of them. He was telling him, follow the commandments of God. We need to be listening to the Holy Spirit, the spirit of truth, and keep the commandments of God. Be holy. Live the gospel. And remember our Lord said, "He he who has my commandments and keeps them, he is the one who loves me.